Alex It takes a lot to make him happy, and he is clearly pleased. She's up. She's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes. Hello everybody and welcome back to Off The Podium, an Olympics podcast as we continue our coverage of the Pyeongchang 2018 Winter Olympic Games. We are on to day 9, Sunday the 18th of February, a day that, well, it's got some mixed opinions I feel on today. Uh, I don't know how I'm feeling about this right now as uh, we're recording this, but uh, we're going to discuss a lot today. There's medals, there's controversy, there's Channel 7, and there's medals that didn't happen for some reason. Joining us, uh, as he has uh, so far every single day of these games, it's Mr. Norwegian Happy Pants himself, Jared Lubick. Jared, welcome back. Thanks, it's good to be back. Yeah, definitely an interesting day. Um but at least the Olympic athletes from Russia, they've cooked on uh, My Kitchen Drools and they're currently sitting in the gold medal position. Good good to know. Uh, and joining us, it's been a few days. He's here. Well, half of him's here. Uh, you can make your own mind up how much of him is here when he's about to talk. From Canada, it is Mr. Colin Hilden. Colin, welcome back. Hey, what have I missed? Um, I don't know. A few days here and there. I think Canada might have won something. I don't know. What did you miss? Oh, I'm sure I've missed everything. Uh, I apparently missed something to do with pants. Um, <laughs> very flashy pants. Been watching the curling then, I see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> paying close attention to it. But welcome back. It's, it's you know, are you okay? Uh, all, all our Canadian listeners are worried about you. Uh, not really Mallory too much, but that's another story. But yourself, I mean, God, is, is, is Canada okay? Is, is the entire nation still around at the moment? Well, I mean, nobody's actually worried because this is Canada in the winter and everybody's on the verge of death. So um, I think I'm doing pretty well considering the way that most of this country is feeling right now. You're pretty much the healthiest Canadian right now. Is that what you're trying to say? I am the single most healthiest Canadian you're going to encounter, including those competing in Pyeongchang. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I'm telling you one person who's not healthy, uh, at least from an Australian perspective, it's Chinese aerialist people and judges that are happening right now because uh, we're, we're coming into this just after the men's aerials final and uh, absolute bullshit. Travesty, I want an appeal. I, I want an inquiry. I want something to happen that is just explaining to me how the hell that what happened tonight happened and David Morris got eliminated in the first round considering that the guy who then went on to win silver, Jay-Z or whoever he is, Beyonce's whatever, uh, gets the silver medal after he crashed on his first run and David Morris didn't. They get judged exactly the same on their landing and yet somehow we're sitting here madly angry at this Chinese guy getting it through 
Uh, Colin probably doesn't give a shit about this, but Jared, I'm ropeable. This is mate. This is the angriest I've been ever in the Olympics ever. This is this is bullshit. Yeah, this was just a total farce. Um, yeah, what even? I I just can't even. I still can't kind of process it and get over it. And the fact that like I was angry enough already that he beat the score, but then when they came to the point and they're like, "Yes, he's been awarded the same for the landing." Like I could understand if it was like. Yes, his jump was 10 times harder, so he fell, but he still got a higher score. But when they're like, no, he got the same score for landing. This guy who was out of control fell over, did a flip. Uh, and, and like the thing that shows that he didn't have control and it wasn't good was the fact that he fell. And then this guy punches the ground. He's pissed. He's not even trying to sell it to the judges. Like At that point, the judges should have been like, he's angry with it. Obviously, he didn't have control. If he knows the rules and he can fall after a certain amount of time, he falls over after that 10 metres or after he has control, and he's like, oh, well, it doesn't matter. But he thought that that jump shouldn't have counted, and he didn't think that he should be through. And, and that is what should have told the judges that, no, he shouldn't have gone through. He should have got a zero for that landing. And there was, there was a Chinese guy, I think, in the next run who basically did a barrel roll on his landing. He got up and pumped the air like he'd won the gold medal, and yet he was promptly eliminated. And <laughs> that was a little poor form, but... Uh, I don't know, Colin, if you got up and watched this or anybody who may be just tuning into this don't know what we're talking about. Essentially, in the first uh, final of the uh, men's aerials, uh, Dave Morris controversially controversially finished in 10th. Of course, only the top nine go through. Uh, I mean, Dave landed slightly awkwardly, but he didn't crash. He kind of just had a bit of a wobble, but then he was up. And from my perspective, like, okay, that's fine. That should go through. He got a 111.95. And we're talking about, uh, Jay Zong Yang, Jay Z, basically, we're referring to him as. Um, he got 118.55, but this is a guy who crashed incredibly awkwardly, did not have any control over his landing, and by the time he got to the bottom of the hill, was flat in his face. And essentially, uh, on the, the judging, they both got a 6.8 on their landing. Uh, can we just refer to that again? That one guy flat on his face, while David Morris just had a slight little wobble, and yet they get the same score. Colin, I don't know if you watched any of this, but all of Australia right now is ready to invade China. We're that pissed off. Um, no, you know, I tried to tune in, uh, I don't know, about 20 minutes ago, and I guess it was just wrapping up because it kind of just faded from a shot of a hill into the Pyeongchang logo, and I'm like, well, I guess it's over. Um, I didn't think anything big would have happened, but... Everything you're saying makes sense because in watching the the women's aerials finals and then remembering the aerials finals from Sochi as well, um, it, it pretty much is the sport where, you know, one person just is able to stay on their feet and they by default get a gold medal. And it seems to be the only one where silver and bronze medalists get rewarded for crashing and for landing, you know, right on top of your head. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it is with the sport, but... Uh, nobody really ever seems to do it right, and they keep giving medals to people. I mean, I'm probably, you know, uh, both speaking the truth right now and then also insulting everybody who loves the aerials, but, like, I don't think anybody lands properly in this sport. Well, we saw that in the women's the other day, basically, what, the top two in the final round landed and the other four crashed. Uh, so that's yeah. essentially... and then in, in Sochi, it was only the gold medalist who landed properly and everybody else had crashed. And it was kind of the opposite on the men's tonight. There's only really a couple of crashes. Like, a lot of people were landing, and that's kind of, you know, because David Morris went, like, halfway through, so it looked like, oh, you know, he's still got six people after him. At least, you know, he only needed one person to crash, and he was through. 
And then as soon as uh, Jay Z he crashed, we're like, yes, he's through. But I just, I just want to go through here the scores. I don't generally do this, but just to kind of put our point through here of maybe where Jay Z got the extra points. So uh, they both scored a six point eight on their landing. Uh, Jay Z got a you know a slightly higher score by point six on his air uh, and point three on his form. Uh, and he had a slightly higher degree of difficulty too, uh, by 0.1 of a percentage there. But on the landing, 6.8. So the Canadian judge scored Dave Morris from Australia a 2.5, uh, scored, uh, Jay-Z a 2.2. So the Canadian judge is very sound and should be judging still. The Swiss judge or the Swedish judge, depending on, uh, where you are in the world and what you're thinking here, uh, 2.4 for Jay-Z, a 2.3 for Dave Morris. Clearly the Swiss are drunk. Uh, the Japanese judge, uh, 2.2 for both. Uh, so, you know, okay, fair enough. Um, the Russian judge, or the uh, Olympic, the judge athlete from Russia, scored uh, Dave Morris a 2.8 and Jay-Z a 2.0. So, okay, the Russians, clearly the drugs not working for him. That's good. <laughs> and uh, the final judge just happens to be from China. 2.2 to Dave Morris, 2.5 to Jay-Z. Bullshit. Um, this is ridiculous. Did, <laughs> but do they wipe out the top scores and the bottom scores yeah, like other sports? They they do. So there are a few here with crosses through them. So Canada's and Japan's did not count for Australia, and well, China's and uh, Russia's didn't count for for theirs. But it's still interesting. They both got a six point eight, and I think kind of what a lot of people were referring to was because Jay Z kind of crashed sort of at the bottom of the hill, so maybe the judges seeing this in fast motion thought he had enough control of it and didn't count that crash at the end. Uh, and But the fact that, you know, you, you've obviously got your biased Australian commentator saying this is ridiculous. To have Lydia Lassila at the bottom of the hill, you know, esteemed Lydia, one of our greatest Olympians of all time, you know, and I know she's Australian, but she's, you know, still very kind of, you know, calculating her viewpoints. So she was even questioning it. And even sort of when they interviewed the extremely humble and incredibly fantastic Dave Morris, who was still head held high, he's like, look, I just finished 10th in the Olympics, I'm still going to be happy, like, just a great, great guy, one of the greatest humans in the world, he even was like, yeah, the coach sort of went and questioned the call, um, you know, uh, you know, maybe it was a little bit, you know, but like, he was trying to, like, he's so, like, that's the angriest Dave Morris will ever get, um, based on that still being happy and smiley. Um, and I, I just love the fact that everyone well, on Twitter until is somebody going breaks off. the news to him that until somebody breaks the news to him that this has happened to every off the podium guest, <laughs> yeah. then he's going to be really angry. We might bring that up to him if we get him on again. Um, but through all of this, we've got to say bit of karma for Jay Z though, Jared. Like I will admit, I think his jump in the final final was better than the Ukrainian. Uh, who ended up winning the gold, but he missed out on the gold by half a point. And you could tell the shocked look on uh, JC's face, because I think everyone thought he'd done enough to get the gold there. But uh, I- I'm not going to be sad for the guy, because I think that was just karma. No, I think this was a bit of the judges potentially realising after, I suppose, the Australian coach went up and kind of had some words. They're probably like, oh, and they might have seen a replay by this point. And they're like, oh, we probably really shouldn't have put him through. Okay, we better not give him gold. We'll just, we'll just make sure he's just off it. Give him the silver. 
Yes, yes. So, uh, obviously, it ended up being a goal to Alexander Abramenko from Ukraine. Um, he had 128.51. Jay-Z got 128.05. And it was bronze to Ilya Burov from the Olympic Athletes of Russia. And can I just say, uh, special props to Pavel Krotov, who uh, got the fourth place medal, the tin. Um, his reaction to when he saw JC landing it, like it's not often you, you kind of see Olympic athletes so humble, like, oh, sadly I've missed a medal, like, you know, oh well. He was pissed. I loved it. I loved seeing how angry he was when the Chinese guy landed. He's like, ah, oh, fuck, I've missed out of the bronze, and he kind of like stormed off. It was great. That was kind of like last night, wasn't it? When we had the Belarusians throwing their skis everywhere. These aerialists, they get pissed off quite easily, Jared. Yeah, yeah, very temperamental people. And, and for Colin, uh, Olivier Rochon, uh, fifth place for Canada. Uh, you know, is he, is he a household name in Canada, Olivier Rochon, or is this the first time you've heard of his name today? Um, I mean, we've heard of all winter athletes, but I'm sad to report it's the first time I've ever heard of his name. I don't think aerials are the biggest sport here. Oh, that's sad. It's, it's probably one of the few winter sports that's bigger here in, uh, in Australia than it is maybe over in Canada. It's probably the one winter sport that we, you know, obviously we've sadly broken our streak of consecutive medals in the, uh, sport. Uh, but yeah, no, we, we're, we're quite, uh, fond of it here in Australia. Um, now, before Colin maybe, you go over if you've got any Canadian ones. I don't know how you've kind of been looking there. Obviously, you know, you've got a few to catch up on in the last four days. We've been waiting for you, Colin. Um, just the quick other Australians outside of uh, Dave Morris, of course, obviously 10th overall. So he's still very happy with that. Uh, in the giant slalom, our, our two men there who've uh, no doubt been buoyed by all the fan messages that have been sent there. Uh, Dominic Demshaw was uh, 37th. And Harry Laidlaw, uh, crashed out, sadly. Um, and it says he was disqualified. I think they should just put, like, did not finish. That's a bit mean. Um, Australia in their first run in the two-man bob. Uh, Lucas Matter and David Murray were 22nd, a time of 49.88. Uh, as the time of recording this, uh, they're due to go down very soon, I believe. I think, Jared, you've got an eye on that. Have they, have they gone down for their second run yet? Uh, I don't think they've done the second run yet. This is the first. Okay. Uh, Russ Henshaw in the slope style. Um, he was 17th overall. Uh, didn't make it through. But, I mean, that's still a great story for Russ. He didn't he have, like, two broken legs or something like this or something ridiculous. His knees were gone. I don't know if you saw much of that, Jared. But, I mean, just for him to get 17th, top 20 in the Olympics, he'll take that. Yeah, it sounded like he injured himself right before Sochi and then was kind of looking good and, and did a similar thing right before the lead-up to Pyeongchang. So, um, yeah, just good for him to get on the slopes and get down to clean runs, really. I'll, uh, I'll correct myself and say he's actually uh, 19th overall. Uh, but the good news is he did beat one New Zealander. Uh, Jackson Wells was 25th. Sadly, got beaten by another New Zealander. Uh, Finn Below. Bilo, uh, it's a French-sounding New Zealand name. Who really gives a shit? Um... We also had in action today, uh, nobody else. Uh, David Morris is the other one. So, uh, we've covered the Australians. Uh, Colin, Canada, uh, as I kind of, we went to air last night, as I said to you, you got a gold and a bronze. So, uh, congratulations there. I think I falsely said that you got a bronze in the skeleton. I kind of leaped ahead a little bit with the skeleton because, uh, we thought it was over, but there was a couple more runners obviously to go after we announced that Canada won another bronze. Uh, but, uh, I believe you got a bronze today at least in one sport. Uh, yeah, it was, um, uh, men's ski slope style, which I think is the first medal Canada has ever had in ski slope style. So Alex, uh, I, I don't even know how to, how to pronounce this. Alex 
Bielumorshan. Um, Correct. That's what I would have said. Sorry. I, I'm having a stroke here. Um, forgive me. Uh, the first ever medalist, which uh, I, I did actually watch that. You know, I, I kind of, I don't know. I, I don't always feel like I need to watch ski slope style after I've watched snowboard slope style. You know, it's basically the same sport. But I did watch this and... Uh, it was cool to see him win. I mean, the the, the big one are the ones that uh, I think we, um, or you already mentioned that uh, you missed yesterday. Uh, Kim Buten, or Buten, or uh, Poutine. Uh, <laughs> Kim Poutine, uh, who, of course, previously won a bronze. Um, she, uh, I don't think you've touched on it because it's probably not in the news anywhere else, but there was, like, uh, a lot of controversy after she won, and she's been... Uh, pretty much abused on social media since her first bronze medal. Have you heard anything about that? Absolutely none. Inform us about the abuse of uh, Kim Poutine. <laughs> well, I guess some people were upset because she was advanced to the final when another uh, skater had been disqualified. This was for her first bronze medal. And uh, afterwards, she was getting like severely abusive messages on uh, social media, the point where the RCMP... Had apparently <coughs> mounties make everyone <coughs> cough. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, so the RCMP had actually intervened in everything, and you know, we're taking this as a very serious matter. Um, so then, of course, she went again yesterday, and I, I believe also was advanced to the finals <laughs> um, through another disqualification, as everybody is in uh, short track speed skating, and won another bronze. But uh, I guess the bigger deal was, you know, going into these Olympics, we had. Charles Hamlin, who is having his final Olympics ever, and he, they were, they didn't even say it's going going to be, you know, a possibility. It's he will become the most accomplished Olympian of all time, beating Cindy Clausen just by winning two more medals, and he's yet to win anything. <laughs> and uh, can he still win fiance, any? I, I think there's still a relay, so there's a chance for one. He could tie Cindy Clausen, but I think uh, the ship has sailed on him becoming the most accomplished Olympian ever. We're sorry, uh, Canada. It's off the podium's fault. Sorry. I mean, we should have gotten Sam Girard on there, because <laughs> here he is with a gold medal now. Uh, and Charles Hamlin's fiance, Marianne St. Gillet, of course, she just keeps getting disqualified in all of her races. And Kim Booten's getting in there and, uh, I don't know, taking all the abuse on social media. So... Uh, two medals in speed skating, not the ones that we expected, but uh, I guess just officially passing the torch. Uh, and outside of that, I don't know what else you have or haven't talked about. Um, I don't remember much. I've kind of been out of it for a few weeks now, um, uh, half on the verge of death. Uh, all I know is that we're officially starting to win in women's curling now. Oh, about bloody time. Possible start. <laughs> we've been, what, we've been paying attention was... to that column. What's going on in curling in Canada? Yeah, and uh, there there are some funny moments. They brought Jennifer Jones on, who of course won the gold. And this is kind of what I talked about about how curling is just so big in Canada that it's not like you'll you'll be consistent and have the same you know, team every single. Are, are you undressing or something right now? What is that noise? Oh, Jared, I think he's putting on his Norway pants. That's what he's doing. Oh, <laughs> um, he hears the word curling. He's but, like, shit, put the pants on. Yeah, gotta put the pants on. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's, it's not, I'm not going to say inconsistent. It's just literally anybody can win on any given day in Canada. So your, your Olympic gold medalist can be bumped. So we had the Sochi gold medalist on talking about what was going wrong with, uh, 
uh, Rachel Hallman and her team. But uh, I don't know. We're officially getting some wins now. So uh, there's still hope for us in curling, but uh, it's not looking great. And then, of course, hockey mm. uh, is fantastic. Um, uh, you know, I think we've we've had losses, but overall, it's still looking good for both the men's and women's. Well, that was the one I was going to quickly mention to you. Uh, I was uh, glued to that yesterday, and uh, sadly, in the uh, penalty shootout. And we know with uh, Czech Republic beating Switzerland today that basically Canada won't directly go into the quarters. You'll have to play another elimination to get into the quarters, so you'll have to have an extra one. But was that talked about? I mean, I, I assume you guys might have been disappointed that you kind of lost that one, or was it a case of, well, we went out in the shootout, it was a close game, this happens, it's hockey. Um, you'll have to remind me, was that men's or women's? Uh, the, the men's one, where you lost in the, the shootout to the Czech. Oh, and the women's are doing great guns. You're, you're undefeated. Well, you're you know waiting to play USA in the gold medal match. Yeah, well, I mean, the last one I actually watched in women's was the U.S. versus Canada, um, which was a great game, too. But, um, yeah, I mean, the, the, I, I did hear, I didn't realize that it was that close with the Czech game, but... I think everybody's kind of forgiving anything that happens in men's hockey just because of how it started with those two weird upsets of Slovenia and Slovakia <laughs> getting major wins over, I think it was U.S. and Russia. Um, ever since then, it's just it's it's uh, it's a complete crapshoot. Nobody really knows what's going to happen. So uh, if you suffer a loss, nobody's going to be crying about it. I mean, even if it's against Slovenia, I mean, apparently they're they're now the top dogs. <laughs> Well, the other one I want to just quickly mention, because you weren't here for it, Jared and I are so into the uh, the luge relay. We are just going off with luge relay. Uh, yeah. And after you guys obviously finally got your first luge medal, you backed it up with the silver. I mean, God, is Canada going luge crazy? Is Winnipeg on the verge of building like a, a track in the middle of the downtown area now in every major city in Canada because you guys are so successful at it now? I mean, we really should have something like that in Manitoba just because, you know... <coughs> It makes you cough at the thought of it. Oh, yeah. It's getting me worked up here. I'm going to start sneezing if I get even more excited. Um, but, um, I mean, John Montgomery, you know, the great skeleton. So skeleton, luge, bobsled, any of that. And it, The most exciting thing uh, hasn't even been the luge. It's been the skeleton for me. Not the Canada's, you know, been doing as well in the skeleton, but just having John Montgomery on commentary. Uh, which he commentates exactly the way he is on the Amazing Race Canada. Like he's supposed to be on the air as the analyst, and he just completely takes over. It's great, but you know he's he's like Manitoba's pride. And I thought to myself, like, well, how does a guy like that even get into skeleton? We don't have any like luge or skeleton or bobsled tracks here. But no, I mean he had to be living in Alberta to do that. So we need to build it here, and we need to just call it the John Montgomery track. Done. I think Jared, you'll be behind that, as you know, you're a big John Montgomery fan. I know. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I really wish we had Noah on right now to give us his impersonation because, uh, I mean, I, I, I didn't just remember his celebration when he won the skeleton. I don't remember. I've never seen Amazing Race Canada. So um, we'll go over the medal wins that we've got so far uh, and then obviously a few going on right now as we are on air and some of the other results as well. Just to clarify on yesterday's episode in the skeleton, uh, jumped the gun slightly with that result. So the official result in the skeleton, Britain still did win the gold. Lizzie Arnold, uh, took the bronze, uh, the gold, sorry. Jacqueline Lowling, uh, the silver. And it was actually another bronze to the UK. Laura Diaz, uh, took the bronze there. So gold and bronze in a uh, winter Olympic event for Britain. That's something that's not that common. Uh, and the ski jumping, the large hill, uh, I was watching that as I went to bed last night. Very entertaining. Uh, Camille Stock, uh, back to back, I believe that made it in the large hill for Poland. 
uh, and Andreas Vellinger, who was trying to go for uh, the large and small heel double, missed out uh, only very slightly there. Uh, and our moustached friend, Robert Johansson, back-to-back, you know, double bronze in the ski jumping. What a what a time it was to see that moustache flying through the sky again. Um, today, the uh, middle ones, did you, did you not know? Did you see that, Colin, or...? <laughs> No, I mean, I've, I've been asleep for the last, like, eight hours, so uh, <laughs> if it's occurred in the last eight hours, I missed it, but I've got it recorded, so Good. I can't wait to see his mustache powers activate. Sorry for the spoiler there. Um, the the Alpine skiing today, the giant slalom, uh, Marcel Herscher took gold for Austria. Oh, no. no, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Silver went to... No, you better apologize. Henrik... Sore spot right now. Sore spot, why? Because I'm spoiling it, or because you don't like Marcel Herscher? No! <laughs> I'm I'm so done with any type of downhill skiing. I swear it's all they're showing for like you know what happened is that it got delayed. Uh, what was it like four or five days in a row? And yeah. now they feel like that's all they have to show on TV. So it's like three or four straight hours. I'm like I can't take any more downhill. But you, you can't. You like okay, I get that. But like you, you are familiar very much. We talked about this at length yesterday with the great Estella Decker from the Czech Republic and her achievements yesterday, right? I, I I was you know really um, invested in yesterday's episode that I wasn't on, so um, <laughs> you have no idea what we're talking about. Okay, well essentially, no idea. and I've actually I fact checked this too. I'll, this is a good point I bring this up because Jared and I had a question about this yesterday. So essentially, Esther Decker, Czech skier, she's actually not a skier; she's a snowboarder. She's a world champion in the parallel slalom, and she basically is like, oh, I might give my go at uh, you know downhill uh, alpine skiing, just give it a crack. She came into this event; no one even rated her. I was even they had more about her on today. Essentially, uh, all the TV broadcasts cut away from her final run because they had assumed that Austria's Anna Vith had won it. They're like, oh, Esther can't win the goal from here. And essentially, she crossed the line 0.01 seconds ahead to win the gold. She just, like, is there in absolute shock, not believing. She said in all her interviews, like, I had to look at the screen. I thought they'd made a mistake. Um, and the, the big story with this is she's still competing in the snowboard where she's actually the favourite to win the Parallel Giant Slalom this coming Saturday. Um, and I, I, I put the question out there, has anyone ever won multiple medals in different sports in the same Olympics? It's actually been done multiple times. Uh, in the good old days of Athens and, and the early London Olympics, you know, there was a guy who won medals in both swimming and wrestling in the same Olympics. And, uh, there was a skier I looked up who'd won at, uh, Nordic combined and cross country skiing in the same Olympics. So it's, it hasn't been done in a very long time. So, uh, I mean, now, now that you're familiar with this, you, you gotta be excited if you ever get to see this run, Colin, from Esther Ledecker. She's, she's an idol. She's huge in the world now. Um, yeah, well, just doing a little bit of Google research, she shares my birthday as well. Oh, well, there um, you go. Which is cool. <laughs> go, go March 23rd. Um, when you said though that every you know channel cut away, I, I guarantee that's that's true for every channel but CBC because I'm sure that they're still showing it right now, <laughs> and, uh, and, and they ditched hockey to show Esther Ledecker. And to make it even better for you, Colin, you also missed the line that apparently Lindsay Vonn was caught overheard saying, "I can't believe I got beaten by a fucking snowboarder." So um, she, uh, ah! <laughs> Lindsay Vonn, not too happy with her. I think she was fifth or sixth. Um, so um, yeah, good on you, Lindsay. Uh, in that event, uh, Canada's Eric Reed was 11th. You're probably all on top of this. You're sick of it, Colin. Uh, Phil Brown was 18th. Um, James Crawford, 29th. And Trevor Phillip, 27th. 
Uh, and for those uh, listening to us all the way, of course, in uh, Macedonia, you'll be uh, sad to know that Antonio Ritzewski, uh did not finish that result. So um, sorry to all our Macedonian listeners listening to the show today. Uh, the biathlon, the men's mass start, it was gold to France. Boo! Um, Martina Forcade took it ahead of Sim- Simon Schemp Schemp of Germany and Emil Hegler-Svensson of Norway. Uh, no Canadians or Australians in did that one. Did you see how? Cl- did you see how close that finish was, though? I did not. Uh, enlighten us for the biathlon. No, I didn't. Oh, it was like a photo finish. That was like. Super close. Well, we had, uh, didn't we, Jared had a tie in one of these events in the bronze yesterday or something? Hmm, yeah. So they, they've obviously fixed their photo screen there that <laughs> they don't just give it out to, uh, to, to, to people. And for Germany, we'll get to the medal tally soon. That's obviously hard news for them because, uh, they've slipped back and they're, they're not on top anymore, the Germans. Uh, because Norway had a very strong day today, including in the cross country four by 10 kilometer relay. They took the gold in that. Uh, silver went to the Olympic athletes from Russia and France. Good day for them. Uh, they took the bronze. Canada in that were ninth. Uh, and good news is that America were last. Uh, in the freestyle, <laughs> the men's slope style, obviously we already said Canada got a bronze in that one. Oystein Bratton of Norway took the gold and Nick Goipa, Go- Goipa? Go- get Nick from the US, uh, I believe he got the bronze back in, uh, Sochi, took the silver this time around and obviously as we said, Canada bronze. Uh, didn't realise the, uh, esteemed actor James Woods was now competing for Great Britain, uh, in, uh, sleep, in slope style, but he took the, uh, fourth place today, so. Good luck there for James. Uh, well done. Uh, we already went over the aerials. Um, Ukraine took the gold there. Uh, Alexander Abrenko, uh, cheating Jay-Z took the, it wasn't really his fault. It was the judges cheating. Uh, and Ilya Borov, uh, Olympic athletes from Russia. The bronze, uh, the 500 meters in the speed skating is about on right now as we, uh, Talking and actually no, it's it's finished. I've just refreshed the page. Uh, Japan gold in that one. No Kodera uh, ahead of Lee Sang Hwa of South Korea and bronze to the Czech Republic's Carolina Urbanova. So the Dutch obviously not very good at the super fast on the speed skating side of things. Uh, but Japan walking away with the gold. Uh, now the non medal events i believe actually do we not have uh no that is all the medal events i thought there might have been another one going on outside of that uh the bobsled two men started today and uh i can tell you after one run uh it is the great bobsledding nation of latvia on top currently uh 49.08 canada sitting in second germany uh, currently in third, uh, no, there's a bunch of, you, how many Canadian teams do you have? Stop hogging the bobsled, Colin. Uh, you've got at least 14, three teams. Um, Australia is well down the order currently. Um, but the good news is, is, uh, that we're beating, uh, Brazil, uh, our strong bobsled rivals there. Uh, curling the men's, uh, now Canada dropped a game yesterday, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, they did do so again today. Uh, two in a row. Well, now the men are starting to choke, Colin. Uh, the Canadians went down 6-8 to Switzerland. Uh, Japan defeated the yeah. US. Uh, is that, is that a sore point still? Or is this again curling? It's, you know, fickle, fickle sport? <laughs> well, 
I mean, I was watching the Switzerland one, and I was kind of having flashbacks to, you know, the Swiss just quitting on us and expecting <laughs> it to happen again, so it didn't really go my way. I was hoping for I was hoping for a lot of, like, defeat and uh, just giving up out of the Swiss. And, uh, well, just the Swiss surprise you sometimes. Uh, yeah, Japan beat the US, uh, Norway beat Denmark, so the standings currently in that, Canada's dropped down to third. I'm, I'm, am I just assuming the top four go through to the semis here, Colin? Is there anything more to it than that? Um, beats me. I've been in a coma for Okay, well, days. you know, I just thought Canadians knew this. Uh, Sweden is still undefeated on top. Switzerland, again, poor Mallory just has no clue what's going on the top two there. Canada's third. Japan is in fourth. Uh, that is in the men's. In the women's, uh, Canada knocked off the Swiss. So that's good for them. I think there's about two or three yeah. in a row now. 10-8. Uh, Sweden beat the Brits. South Korea beat China. Uh, so that means the standings in the women's, uh, Sweden, uh, they're dominating the curling, the Swedes. Uh, they're also undefeated in the women's. Japan second, South Korea third, China fourth. Canada have moved up a few slots now, uh, so good for them. Uh, now the women's, uh, ice hockey, uh, we just had some classification games today. Uh, I mean, I don't think we really give a shit about that if we really do, but, uh, for those playing at home, Switzerland 2-0 over Korea, Japan 2-1 in overtime over Sweden, so Switzerland and Japan will play off for fifth, and Sweden and Korea will play off for seventh. Uh, go teams. The semi-finals are tomorrow, Canada against the Olympic athletes of Russia, USA versus Finland, so we're looking forward to obviously Canada-USA gold, Australia, uh, and Finland in the bronze. Australia just got a late, uh, wild card entry. Now, I just want to say about the men's tournament here, Colin, like, I don't even see the point of them having this round-robin crap. Because every single team makes it into the knockoff phase. <laughs> like, you basically, you are basically qu- trying to qualify the highest you can to go direct into the quarters. If you don't make the quarters, you still get a playoff where you, if you win, you make it into the quarters. So it's kind of like, it's just rankings uh... in these groups. And essentially, yeah. uh, that's how it works. I mean, you could just conserve all your energy and just get belted in every single one of these games just to take the hard route and show that you really... Maybe that's what the US are doing because they got belted by Russia last night. Well, I mean, you still need it because, you know, without the right amount of wins and, wins and the right ranking, you could end up playing Slovenia and then you're screwed. <laughs> true. Very true. Uh, I didn't actually... The thing I didn't realise is that how many former NHL players are actually, you know, playing. Like, Jonas Hiller is still uh, the, yeah. the Swiss goalie. Uh, and Canada has a couple of guys, obviously, who have played in the NHL. Not just Canada, a few of the others. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's still... I was thoroughly entertained by the Canada-Czech game. I watched the uh, Czech-Swiss game today where um, the Swiss coach decided to pull Jonas Hiller with three minutes to go, even though they were only one goal down. They ended up losing that match 4-1. So it was a pretty uh, good move there by the uh, Swiss coach. Um but, uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to, to seeing how that also will play out. Uh, Germany beat Norway. Yeah, and, you know... Um, Go ahead. I, w- I was just going to say, you know, we, we talked about whether it's the same if you don't have, like, the top players and are we just sort of getting the B team now? And I think the one thing that uh, most people underestimated was how much playing in the Olympics would mean to these guys, these guys who was like, well, they had an NHL career, but then their careers sort of cut short. You know, they're not really on top anymore. And so many of these players are coming out now and saying, like, this is something that I never thought would happen. This is now officially the greatest moment of my life that I'm on an Olympic team. And I don't know, I'm, I'm finding myself more interested 
in the men's hockey now just because it means so much to these players. I think it would have been interesting to get Wayne Gretzky out of retirement. I mean, he's only 57. I mean, you know, he doesn't have a contract anymore. So, I mean, surely he would have been available, right? Yeah, although I did watch him play in the alumni game of the Oilers and the the Jets last year, and it it was a bit of a sad sight. Um, (laughs) I don't know how much uh, value he would have brought to the team. I think it would have been funny if, like, Pittsburgh Penguins were like, oh... Yeah, we're not happy with Sidney Crosby anymore. No, he, we're ripping up his contract. Sorry. Uh, he's been <laughs> demoted to the AHL. Oh, but that puts him available for the Olympics! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> I wonder if that would have worked. Um, Germany beat Norway today. Sweden and Finland are about to happen. Uh, it's actually, it's on right now, I should say. Uh, and I said the, uh, Czechs beat the Swiss. Uh, and, um, the last night the Russians thrashed America. Four nothing. Do you believe in miracles? Not anymore. Um, the the one I wanted to say here to last because Jared, you and I last night had a bit of a discussion today about uh, the men's team pursuit uh, in the speed skating. Uh, we we mentioned uh, how you know uh, we had a couple of quarterfinals. We thought, well, Canada should breeze through. Uh, New Zealand have a tough one against Norway, so well, bad luck for New Zealand. Uh, and we just said whoever's going to end up against the Netherlands, well, uh, tough luck for you. Can we just establish New Zealand have made it through to the semi-finals of the men's team pursuit in speed skating, where they will skate off against the top-ranked side South Korea. So it was actually a ranked uh, thing. It wasn't just a knockout phase. So this is, I think, happening on Thursday. I looked this up. South Korea will take on New Zealand in one semi-final. Netherlands and Norway in the other. So there is a very realistic possibility. New Zealand have got, what, a 75% chance of winning an Olympic medal. Uh, I mean, how do we feel about this, Jared? Uh, can I just say this again? New Zealand are into a semi-final in the Winter Olympics. Yeah, um, not great. They did lose, though, didn't they, to Norway in their... I suppose because it, it's not knockout, they must have had an okay time. But they did lose, right? They they did. They lost by 1.09 seconds, but it, it basically they were the fourth-ranked of the team, so that's why, like, Canada was eliminated, the US were eliminated, Italy were eliminated, uh, and Japan were eliminated, because they were all slower than New Zealand. Canada was slower than New Zealand. Yeah, I, I feel a bit better that they've lost, though. They've already lost, it's in their minds, uh, it's probably going <laughs> to psych them out, uh, so, so I'm feeling good about them finishing fourth. Oh, just, <laughs> actually be quite funny if they <laughs> got to this phase and they still didn't get a medal. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. The medal tally uh, right now, uh, at the time of being on air, uh, top five. Norway have jumped to the top, nine gold, nine silver, eight bronze, 26 in total. Uh, the Germans have gone a few days now without a gold after starting off so strongly. Nine gold, five silver, four bronze. The Dutch, six gold, five silver, two bronze. Canada, fourth position, five gold, five silver, six bronze. If you win one more gold, Colin, you will go ahead of the Dutch, so you go up into third. Uh, and the US, fifth, five gold, three silver, two bronze. South Korea, host nation, three gold, one silver, two bronze. They're in ninth. Uh, Australia, we're in 21st still, zero gold, two silver, one bronze. Britain, uh, 16th, one gold, three bronze. And uh, did you notice yesterday, Colin, that Liechtenstein picked up a medal for the first time in 30 years? But, but yeah, that made news in Canada. No. Uh-huh. Well, which sport? Uh, that was also in the uh, Super G. Uh, um, so uh, it was very entertaining, oh. the women's Super G. And not just I mean, you hate this sport all of a sudden. It was very entertaining. 
I'm sure it was in small doses um, and not 24-7. Uh, they're renaming CBC the Super G channel, I think. Right. Well, you know, at least kind of you get live sport, though. So just um, take that on uh, note, at least. Um, what did we watch today, gentlemen? I'll start with you, Colin. You might want to fill us in what you've watched over the last week when you've not been in your coma. Uh, what, what have you watched? Um, I mean, I already mentioned watching the, uh, ski slope style and, uh, you know, some of the curling, uh, little bits and pieces of hockey, which I don't know, they seem to air every single hockey game. It's on at least one channel at any given time. Um, a couple of days ago, obviously there was, you can see my profile picture, Patrick Chan, his final skate, uh, some people would consider him one of Canada's all time greatest, uh, figure skaters. Obviously, he didn't finish that well, but that's sort of the big story in Canada. A lot of people uh, don't see, even seem to care that he finished in ninth place. They're just like, wow, we just saw Patrick Chan skate for the final time. Uh, so that's, I don't know, that was fun regardless of whether he was going to succeed or not. Um, he's kind of a legend here. Uh, one thing I did get to watch, and this is a bit of a fun story, is uh, we went out to the mall the other day, and um, they had this big setup at Centre Court at the Polo Park Mall, and... Um, it was like a CBC setup, and they had like Olympic uh, stuff there, like jackets and everything, and we weren't sure what it was. So just before we left the mall, we went and checked it out, and they were giving away stuff like uh, official programs that, you know, have the schedule of what's on every single day, and then, you know, those cardboard box viewing things for VR. Like, do yeah. you guys have a VR app for... Uh, yeah. Oh, God, so, that, that would involve Channel 7 actually giving a crap about the Olympics, Colin, come on. Oh, so there's no Channel 7 VR app. There's barely uh, a Channel 7 app. There is app. a Channel 7 program. <laughs> <laughs> repeat, 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 repeat. <laughs> What's the ad for Australian Spartan in virtual reality? Uh, well, it was it was cool, though, because they're giving away these free, you know, cardboard um, viewers for the, the VR app, and... Uh, I came home and I was trying it out, and of course, the app itself wouldn't work for six hours. Me just trying over and over again for six hours and wouldn't work. Eventually, I got the thing working, and I show it to James. She's like, wait, let me see. And she's looking at it. She's like, wow, this is so cool. I think I was showing her like the, the 1500 meter, uh, the woman's 1500 meter for speed skating. And she's like, this is so cool. And then I put it on, and I looked. She's like, it's too bad I can't take a picture because you look really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so she was really excited by it, but she gets more entertainment out of watching me watch it for how stupid I look looking through this cardboard box. Wow. Um, but it is official CBC merchandise, so I don't know. I was watching some old stuff just on the, the VR app here, you know, because we're so advanced here in Canada that we, we get VR. Oh. Um, but uh, that's, I don't know, I, I've, I've watched a ton of stuff. I haven't been on for four days, so let's just say everything. I, what I've been watching. I, if you go back to that thing and they're giving away all these competitions to win one of those jackets, like, can you please win me one? I'm in love with your Canadian team jackets. I think they're amazing. You know, the funny thing is they had this CBC set up in the mall, mall and everything. And, you know, when uh, they're saying, oh, you could take this, you could take this, take a couple of them. You know, they give you all this free stuff. And then they're like, you know, we're just here to uh, make sure people know that the Olympics are on CBC. <laughs> and they're like, it's on like 24-7, by the way. And I'm like, it's the only thing on television. How are we going to miss it? But maybe there's another big difference. Like, it's the only thing on television, and they still send people out to malls to remind you to watch the Olympics. And I, I doubt it's like that there in Australia. I mean, <laughs> uh, 
I think someone needs to go to Channel 7 and remind them to show the Olympics. <laughs> you go to the front reception desk, it's like, excuse me, what's on tonight? Uh, not sure. Let's have a look um, here. We've got a scheduled guy. replay of the replay of the replay to be shown at 9 o'clock. Uh, Five-minute <laughs> window there to show some Olympics. Um, Jared, what did you watch? Uh, did you catch any ads for the Commonwealth Games trials? I still don't know when they're on. Yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit hard to tell. I think I need to run a couple more. Um, no, I watched the, uh, the curling, so I was very invested in the Norwegian match. Uh, I think they did manage to get a win today, um, because it's not looking that great overall where they're sitting, and I'm hoping that they can kind of scrounge their way into the top four, because every match is a new pair of pants, and I mean, if they don't make the semis, then I'll never know what they were going to wear for the semis in the finals, so, um... (laughs) Fingers crossed that some other teams can consider that and uh, potentially throw a couple of games. Uh, <laughs> apart from that, I mainly watched the um, ski slope style, which I just found really... I don't know if it's me, but I find this sport really boring. No, no, it's not just you. I was really? Gonna, I, was, I mean, it's... I don't necessarily know if... Bo- it's just slow compared to the snowboarding. It's just... Mm. It, it kind of just seems like they're walking yeah. the course, and it's... I don't know how I feel about it because the snowboarding ones it's engaging, whereas this one it's kind of like, oh they're on a they're on a pole, oh they're falling down, oh they're skiing backwards, oh no they've crashed. Let's go to the next one. I feel like there's like too many people in the final and they shouldn't get three runs. Like this is to me seems like a sport where they need to like half the final in in half, um, and then uh, give them two runs instead of three because it just felt like it went on forever and then Channel 7 decided to replay it forever. Oh, did when they I ever. Turn to the Olympics <laughs> at night. It was... It's still happening. Like, it, like I'm just living Groundhog Day here with, like, the slope star because it's the only thing that they're showing and it was just... I'm like, this is really boring. Hurry up. I, I legitimately was, like, I think at about... Eight thirty, nine o'clock. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Getting close to the Olympics. I'll just, I'll just see what's going on in the main channel. You know, he's old Ed Wiener of Hassanoff to Hamish. Good on you guys. And then they're like, now we're just going to have a bit of a look at the ski slope style. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Come back like 20 minutes later. Oh, and check out the ski jumping from last night. I watched it last night. I saw it this morning. I saw it again this afternoon. And I've checked on the app. There's curling that's on live. There's ice hockey that's on live. And I love how they always constantly tease. They did it even just before I came in to record here. Um, you know, after the aerials final. Coming up, we've got some ice hockey for you. They legitimately showed 10 minutes of ice hockey just before they close out the broadcast. My dad has kept saying to me, when are they showing the ice hockey, Ben? When are they showing the ice hockey, Ben? <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. And I've noticed that Australian Spartan starts next week at like 7 o'clock on Channel 7, which, if I'm not mistaken, is about the time the men's gold medal match will be being played um, during the Olympics. You know, to me, the the best event of the entire games. So either they're going to show it on 7 mate, or we just have to be resounded to the app. I'm getting Channel 7 bashing out of the way, but um, that coincides into what I watched today, whatever Channel 7 decided to replay. Uh, so... Um, Anyway, uh, athlete of the day, uh, Jared. Do you have anyone today? Uh, well, I did manage to catch a little bit of the ice hockey. It might have been similar to to what you saw, um, but it was the uh, Slovenia Slovakia match. And I'm going to have to give athlete of the day to the Slovenian goalkeeper Gaspar Krozolc. <laughs> uh, I don't watch a lot of ice hockey. I don't know if it's similar to other sports uh, that have goalkeepers, um, but 
I don't, he just saved like five of like the six penalty shots or four of the five. And I just like in other sports and penalty shots, it's like if they save one, it's this amazing thing. But he just like there was no getting the puck past him in the penalty shooter. And I just thought it was really impressive. I have to say though, and I think Colin, you'd know this as well, given you know more about hockey than me, because it's your national sport. But I think ice hockey is the one sport where the goalie generally has the advantage in the penalty shootout. Um, sorry, I didn't follow what you just said there. I, I, I'm still in a coma. It, it's fine. It's it, most of our listeners are thinking the same thing. Um, as if not following <laughs> me, not about you. Uh, that ice hockey is generally one of the, if not the, sport where the goaltender generally has the more of an advantage than the shooter. In a oh, yeah, penalty absolutely. shootout. In a penalty shootout, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Glad we've established that. Uh, what was your, uh, your uh, athlete uh, of the no day? No commentary. There. Expert <laughs> comments. Colin Hilding. Um, <laughs> you should join Channel 7. Um, well, you asked a, usually asking a question just requires an answer. I think, I think, sorry, I think we just got interrupted by the Finnish uh, Olympic coverage there today. Um, that was a very good jump. Can you take us through it? He landed. Thank you very much, Sven. Um, <laughs> Colin, your athlete of the day. Uh, I'll just go with the entire team of Switzerland for the men's curling, you know, because they successfully faced Canada and not only didn't quit, but won. So, um, uh, yeah, go Switzerland. I was going to go for just the, the cliche David Morris. I mean, such an awesome gentleman, uh, for, for taking that bullshit on, on hand. But, uh, I kind of either want to give it to Leo Zhongqing, the, uh, other Chinese aerialist. Uh, who basically landed, did a Ford barrel roll, got back up on his feet, and then started pumping his fist, like, yeah, that was so awesome, look at that! He was trying to, like, sell it to the judges. But I kind of want to backtrack and go back to when I was talking about Pavel Krotov, the uh, the Olympic athlete from Russia who got fourth, just for his brilliant reaction for not getting the bronze medal as soon as Jay-Z landed. to be like, ah, oh, fuck, I've lost the bronze. And he stormed off. Um, so I'm giving it to Pavel because I, I like some emotion like that, even though, you know, he might have been a bit of a sore loser, but I also think he was doing a little bit. It didn't seem too serious. So I want to say he was kind of doing it with a bit of, uh, fun. So, uh, Pavel. Yeah, well, losing to a guy who shouldn't be in the final anyway, you're, you're allowed to be a little bit angry <laughs> yeah. about it. I feel like Pavel needs something today besides his tin medal. Um, now Colin, do you, CBC just sounds like you're giving them the fail just purely based on the Alpine skiing coverage. I mean, have we missed anything in the four days you haven't been away? Anything that stood out in terms of commentary fails or just coverage fails? Um, yeah, I mean, we had, uh, well, as I mentioned, Jennifer Jones, who won the gold medal for women's curling, they had her on to talk about what was going wrong with, uh, you know, the, uh, team this time and, she just gave this weird comment that just didn't really make sense to me logically, where she was talking about, you know, the benefit of losing your first three games in a row means that now you can just win everything else from this point on and have no stress about what else you're going to lose. <laughs> I mean, which just logically makes no sense to me that you're saying you got all the losing out of the way. So now if you win everything... There's no more stress about losing. It's just, uh That's been the I'm Toronto Maple Leafs you... motto for about 50 years. Yeah, that's harsh, but true. Um, <laughs> but the, the other, uh, the other one that was really good, this was from a couple of days ago. This is when, um, the, uh, the pairs skating was going on 
and uh, Duhamel and Radford, who won the bronze. Uh, I can't remember which country it was that won the gold. It might have been Germany or something like that. But they were talking about the Germans and, and how much it meant to them that they won the gold because they had you know, had to suffer with the bronze for two Olympics in a row. And uh, the, the commentator was saying something along the lines of... Um, <clears throat> something along the lines of... Uh, you know, uh, after everything they've been through, the last thing they wanted was to walk away from here with a bronze, another bronze medal. <laughs> and then there's a pause and they go, congratulations to Canada's to Hamill and Radford as they leave as Olympic bronze medalists. Let's talk about how devastating it would be to leave us with a bronze medal and then congratulate us for winning the bronze medal. Good job. Good job. Um... Uh, Jared, did you pick up anything today that can match that? Uh, no, I feel like I've gotten to the point coming into kind of this second week where I've gotten very good at just kind of tuning out Channel 7. So it's kind of, there's commentary and I'm sure they're making gaffes and doing terrible things. But in my head, I'm like, I'm not watching Channel 7. I'm just going to pretend this is some other broadcast. So I didn't pick up on anything. <laughs> the one, the ones that I, uh, there was only one really that I picked up. I just wanted a quick note because, um, if, yeah, if you do watch the app and kind of click on the spe- specific sport rather than the Channel 7 feed, you will get different commentators. So when we were watching the the ski slope style one today, Mallory was kind of watching it and saying, oh, the commentators are so boring. And I'm like, oh, this is one of the few Australian commentators I think is actually pretty good. Um, and she was kind of getting like a Scottish person and a, an American person doing it. They didn't sound that interested. Um, but the one that I thought was kind of just Channel 7 being Channel 7 was uh, during the, uh, the slope style today when uh, whoever he is basically said the point like, Yes, an Australian Spartan, of course, coming to Channel 7, and if uh, any Olympic sport was like Australian Spartan, it would be the slope style. <laughs> it's like, what? I thought oh, no one can do it alone or something like that. It's a fucking team going up a mountain or something in this stupid Spartan thing. Like, I mean, talk about segues. I mean, where was Basil Zemplis tonight going, yes, of course, the, uh, the Russians uh, kicked into gear tonight in My Kitchen Rules, and if any sport was like My Kitchen Rules... It would be the aerials. <laughs> like, I want them to compare it. Like, I want them... Yes, of course, uh, Home and Away, weeknight, 7pm on uh, Channel 7. If any sport was like Home and Away and Summer Bay, of course, it would be the bobsled. Um, like, just, you know, how Stuart Flamenick going down the pipe. Um, they're just stretching for it, aren't they? And um, it was actually interesting to see all the Twitter reaction to Dave... Uh, Dave Morris tonight, and uh, actually Channel 7, you know, milking it a little bit, you know, oh, was he robbed? And there was, you know, like, a hundred replies to Channel 7's post, and it's the first time I've ever seen that many replies to a Channel 7 post without people complaining about Channel 7. So, (laughs) they were quite happy about that, let's be honest. Uh, Colin, do you have a My Name Is today? I do, and I don't know if you've been covering these while I've been away. We've done a few. Um, we have done a few. I couldn't tell you which ones because I duplicated forgot. duplicated a couple. Yeah, I forgot which one you did. I started going back to Games of Throne, um, and you just <laughs> sent one here. Did we do this one, Jared? I don't think we did. No. Um, no, we did not do this it. This one's very colourful. She did the worst. All right. Okay, no, I've definitely um, have done this one. The ones we've been done have been very boring. So um, give us an entertaining yeah. one. All right, so... Um, uh, this is a bobsledder, as bobsledding's big in Canada, as you've said. Uh, Alicia Rissling 
and uh, says, hello, my name is Alicia Rissling, and she's got very colorful purple writing, and if you watch throughout, I post this here, uh, she's using different colors of purple um, at different points. So, uh, my name is Alicia Rissling, with a heart dotting her eye, uh, and I am Canadian. My favorite Olympic moment is, too many to count, Elvis Stoiko, all of 2010, Vancouver, women's soccer, 2012. Uh, well, I count three, so I don't know how high she can count. Um, <laughs> if I could have, although she did say all of 2010. So. Well, you know. <laughs> uh, if I could have any superpower, it would be teleportation. Imagine everything you could get done if you could eliminate travel with an airplane drawn next to it. My favorite sports movie is Mighty Ducks plus the Sandlot. That was like the famous crossover that they yes, did from the uh, Mighty Ducks universe. I remember it. I remember the Mighty the, Ducks meets Sandlot. The extended universe of the Mighty Ducks. The uh, the MDEU. Uh. Yeah. Uh, draw a picture of yourself. Uh, she drew a picture. What to me looks like the Unabomber with a curly wig, and it says, "I am the worst doodler." Is, I'm saying now, though, Cole, that's the best one I've seen in the last four days. Every single one we've had, it's just a little stick figure. Yeah, she's drawn Edwina's outfit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my funniest childhood memory is, I built this awesome Quincy. Uh, oh, that's an igloo. Yeah, it's kind of like oh, an igloo. Of course it is. Uh, it took... It took hours to dig out. My friend and sister got jealous and jumped on it and it collapsed on me. Now it's funny, but at the time, I was so rattled, we still talk about the effort I put into that thing. (laughs) So it's funny because she put all this effort in and that she almost got trapped inside of a collapsed igloo. We had one the other Um, day that they dressed up, uh, got dressed up as girls or something, wasn't it, Jared? Or she dressed up her brother as a girl or something like that? Mm, yeah. Good times. Um... my favorite pump-up song is Humble by Kendrick Lamar. The most TV, the most recent TV show I binge-watched is Game of Thrones. Oh, there it like is. Like five years late, I know. <laughs> um, draw a picture of one of your teammates. She drew Cynthia here. I don't know who Cynthia is, oh, but Cynthia. she also looks like a Unabomber. <laughs> yeah. She looks, um, she looks like Aubrey or Hannah from Survivor. Hair. <laughs> well, except with the mermaid hair and the arms that are jacked. <laughs> Russian. Is she Russian? Exclamation mark and arrow. Jack, <laughs> jacked arms. My least favorite foods... <laughs> my least favorite foods are onions and potatoes. His least favorite food um, potato. That's like the one food everyone likes. Yeah, well, except I had a pregnant wife and all she ate was potatoes and garlic and onions. So, Yum. I mean, I, I definitely had my fill of them for a while. I'd, 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 um, I'd happily get pregnant with you then. Or, actually, I was going to say pregnant with Jamie. That's a bit <laughs> awkward. Uh, I want um, that to eat for nine months. Yum. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm not going to get you pregnant. Uh, Again. And not just because of the diet. Uh, <laughs> if I weren't an athlete, then I would be a chiropractor. Oh, um, my favorite vacation spot is Hawaii because I love surf, sun, hibiscus flowers, and pineapple. And she drew... I don't know if this is supposed to be a pineapple or if it's a strawberry. It's like a strawberry or um, tomato. It's the wrong color if it's... Uh, or maybe that's, you know, another... What is that? <laughs> what is that? It looks like a fish. Alicia, what is that? I am a... <laughs> yeah. 
It looks like a fish. Does I, she have Twitter? I can't even identify. <laughs> People usually describe me as determined and a bit ridiculous. Bad drawer. Um, ri- ridiculous. Uh, if I could be an Olympian in any sport other than my own, it would be hockey or beach volleyball. My favorite song lyric is Jungle Remix by X Ambassadors featuring Jay-Z. I don't know if she realizes this, but my favorite song title is what she mentioned, and they asked for favorite song lyrics, unless one of the lyrics by X Ambassadors is Jungle in brackets remix. <laughs> um, my guilty... Pl- I, just, I also love how her purple and pink pens keep alternating back and forth. My guilty pleasure is Starbucks, Cinnamon Buns, and Barstool Sports. <laughs> And here's the best one here. If you were an animal, which would you be? Uh, she's drawn an incredible looking wolf here. And she writes, why do you guys keep making me draw? This is supposed to be a wolf because it's a powerful animal, loyal to its pack or confident on its own. Uh, so we learned a lot about wolves today uh, from uh, the Unabomber, a.k.a. Uh, Alicia Rissling. I am literally typing a tweet to her right now. Um, <laughs> yes, what is- hey Alicia, you rock. Question Can you settle something for us on our Off the Podium podcast? What is this <laughs> on your <laughs> My name is <laughs> Profile A pineapple, <laughs> a strawberry, a, strawberry. a, a tomato, fish. a fish. We're lost. <laughs> A hibiscus flower. (laughs) She legitimately has steak with garnish. I have more followers than she does, and she's an Olympian, Um, so she better reply. Um, She also has a website. If anybody at home wants to go to uh, wrestling or wrestling bobsleigh dot com, Um, she's got a bobsleigh bio schedule results. We can sign up for a newsletter, Uh, sponsor, or a team T shirt. Here we go. Who wants to be team? Oh, team how wrestling? long does it take to deliver it? Probably faster than Ryan Lochte. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's just a white t-shirt with the maple leaf and it says, Wrestling Bobsleigh, men's unisex shirt, $30. I love how it says men slash unisex. Um, isn't unisex both genders? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, she's, uh, she's something else. She could be a new... Um, Ryan Lochte, no. So, hello, um, Lindsay Vaughn. I got beat by a fucking snowboarder. Um, so, fan messages. Have they updated this yet, Jared? I, I haven't checked today. Um, oh, yes. There is very good news on the fan messages. Oh, how many front. did we make? Are you saying we got some on? Have a, have a guess out of the three, how many? I'm going to, I'm going to say, judging on your, uh, positive sounding tone, I'm going to say all of them. You are correct. Oh! Did, hey, Cam. Bought a segue off when you visited Latvia. It's still running well. Ten out of ten would buy again. Get published. <laughs> did um? I did, think after play, they've changed the moderator, and they've just had such a backlog of messages that they've just approved everything and haven't looked at them. I'm disappointed to see, unless you you found it here too, that Colin Hilding's message to uh, who was it to Chumpy, wasn't it, or something like that? Snowboard, 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 snowboard. <laughs> Oh, I found it. Hey, Cam, there's a second one. Oh, I'm on there. Ben Waterworth. Hey, Bell, great job. Sorry you couldn't win the small final. That would have been awesome. My favourite singer is Britney Spears. Do you know her? Probably, because you're famous. Anyway, do well in your next event. Love, Ben. (laughs) 
Oh, and Johnny too. I forgot about Johnny to Emily Arthur. Hey, Emily, I'm Johnny. I'm in Year 5. We watched you. Loved all your nine gold medals. I hope you win a tenth. Did you know my best friend is Peter? I like chicken. Do you like chicken? Please answer. You rock best. Olympo and since Brett Cox. <laughs> to clarify, Colin, there was somebody the other day uh, sent a message to Brit Cox and was like, we love you. Congratulations on your nine gold medals. <laughs> oh, Jared, we are on a roll. All right. Um, they, there is a bunch. There still actually says here from yesterday. So they've still got a backlog. Um, I'm blaming Annette Shoebridge for David Morris's uh, bad luck tonight. Good luck. Thanks for all the hard work you have done to get to the Olympic final. It's your time to shine. Uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Um, Bridget Victoria to David Morris. Hi, it's Bridget from Team Adrenaline. We were watching you on the couch, and my whole family went wild. When you got your score and placed second, we were all throwing pillows around the room. And I wish you so much luck for tomorrow. You've got this! Train well, compete hard, bring out the big guns. Uh, <laughs> um, you think that's the reason he lost because of their pillow fight well, like it has nothing to do with off the podium well, they were watching on the couch and throwing pillows around and that's what screwed him over well this one here in Sydney Mills in New South Wales who decided to shout this one it's all in capital letters to David Morris you are simply a real Australian champion I know you can fly you make Australia proud uh, <laughs> Uh, oh, here's, I swear this one's a subtle dig at Channel 7. See if you can pick this one up here to our uh, skeleton, uh, steam skeleton racer, Jackie Narricott. Go, Jack, go! Love watching you race. Good luck, darling. Me and my daughters are waiting patiently for you to come on the telly. <laughs> we love you. And, P.S., congrats on Dom's bronze. Wishing you also get bronze. How bloody awesome would that be? Lots of love, Laura, Charlie, and Victoria. Uh... <laughs> So good on that. Um, well, this one's a bit stalkery, this one, actually, to one of our bobsledders, Lucas Matter, from Heather Sparrow in Western Australia. You don't know us, but we are following you. <laughs> That's how it starts. <laughs> <laughs> Look behind you in the bobsled. No, you, don't, you don't know us, but we are following you. Your mum was the mentor teacher for an American student we hosted. You may remember Jessica. Go well. Thank you for all the work and commitment you have made to the sport. Now is the time to just enjoy. Good luck. <laughs> oh God, these are amazing. It was when they actually. Um, Can I just point out? Go for it. I uh, I just want to point out that apparently everybody in Australia thinks that these athletes know somebody they know. <laughs> Do you know Johnny? I know Johnny. <laughs> Well, it's Australia, Colin. I mean, come on. There's only like three of us. Um, well, here's another one on that note. Back to Jacqueline Narricott again from Lyndall Hick in Queensland. Good luck, girl. I work with your dad, and he shows me how talented you are. What? <laughs> That's a bit rude. Can't wait to watch you race tonight. Best of luck. You got this, chick. I got a crew here cheering you on. Uh, <laughs> uh, We're right behind you. <laughs> right behind Literally. Oh, God, there's another Watching one. Watching you as we speak. David Whiffen to Jack. Everyone knows Jacqueline. Jacqueline, hi. Melanie Whiffen, who played soccer with you at the Brighton Bulldogs, and I, your assistant coach, <laughs> wish you all the very best in Heat 3 tonight. Not in Heat 4, it's only Heat 3. We are all very proud of you for your dedication and commitment. 
go well, take those turns perfectly, and make the top eight as you have planned. Go Jacqueline, dot, 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 dot. Um, oh, and somebody actually has messaged their daughter-in-law. Here we go. <laughs> We, we've still got a few uh, off-the-podium uh, people to jinx, and one of them, of course, is Sammy Kennedy's sim uh, in the snowboard cross... Uh, the, sorry, the ski cross. From the sim family to our wonderfully talented daughter-in-law who has so much determination and courage. You deserve to get on that podium. We will be all watching together in Winterwood, Grandma included, and sending all of your positive energy. Lots of love to you, Sammy, John, Sonia, Mel, Toby, Claire, Grace, Anna, and Grandma. You know that one of our messages has to be us as the in-laws for somebody competing. I just love the fact that, like, they're so close, uh, her family, <laughs> they have to resort to a fan message. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, here's an honest one from Joe Zach, overseas fan, to Brendan Kerry. I'm usually not that interested in figure skating, but your Pink Floyd performance was captivating. Great job. I thoroughly enjoyed your performance. In brackets, go USA. Uh, <laughs> oh, there's a Tazzy person here. Lynn B. Graham from Taz. Best of luck, Jess. This is to Jessica Rich. Best of luck, Jess. Fly through the air and safe landing from Tazzy. Star, 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 star. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's going to get her through in the snowboarding. Um, <laughs> oh, this one's a bit mean to John Farrow. Ashley Bracken's calling him fat. You have guts, mate. Good luck. What? <laughs> Oh my goodness. I cannot believe that those Segway ones made it. Like, I legitimately expect Jared to see this time tomorrow that one we sent to Carly, uh, to Kalani Crane from, uh, Tonya Harding saying, wishes to take any competitors out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh my god. Alright, who we, who we got on now, you know, if we're doing this alphabetically. Um, we've got to do Dominic Demshaw. He went today, John Farrow and, Alex Falazzo, all ones that have already been and gone. So um, we'll get, we'll get on to them. I feel like we just need to just send start sending to the teams and start cheating again. Um, yeah. All right, Dominic, who who can this be from today? Uh, Jamie Hilding. Um, she's she's very into downhill skiers. Uh, all right at hotmail dot com. Uh, she can be from Tasmania. All right, give us some messages. To this uh, Demshaw family, how do you feel about po- how do you feel about potatoes and onions? How do you feel about potatoes and onions? <laughs> Done. Can you look at this picture and tell me if it's a pineapple, a strawberry, <laughs> a fish? I found a lump today on my knee. Should I get this checked out? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> what did you think of the Russian score in my kitchen rules tonight? <laughs> I felt Manu was a little bit harsh. <laughs> uh, skeleton, where it's a John Farrow. Uh, name, um, bleh, I don't know, Skellington? Uh, no. Um, pff, uh, John. Johnny. Johnny comes up again. Uh, email. Johnny at hotmail.com, uh, Queensland. Um, I'm just going to go with it. Do you think I should get this lump checked out? Should get this lump looked at? It's a bit 
greenish. Oh, hang on, I can't start it. Greenish. And I think it could be bad as it's grown in the last few days. Thoughts? Please help me. It itches like crazy. I'm bleeding from the eyes. This can't be good. Oh. Can right. we send one to um, Daniel Grieg ahead of his um, speed skating tomorrow? Of course. Absolutely. We haven't sent one to Dan if, yet, if, have we? If he fell, I feel like um, he needs a good message to help him home. I've, I've got a good message in mind. Oh, look, I like it, Jared, when you, you're forward thinking here. All right, hang on a second. Let me just... Uh, Get this up. There's only one speed skater, Ben. Don't get too lost here. Um, do you have a name for this one, or you just got the message? Should we come up with a name here? Yeah, I'd like to send this from uh, Mr. H. Dumpty. Mr. H. Dumpty. <laughs> All right, I like where this is going. Dumpty. Yeah. And it's just okay. it's two words for this. Yep. Stand tall. <laughs> Stand tall. <laughs> now that's getting published. I don't think they look at the names. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. Uh, so just looking at our list here, we've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 to go with what? Uh, seven days left. So, yeah, we're, we're, we're getting there. Uh, you know, good luck doing this again for the summer games. Um, alright, so Channel 7 promoted Saturday as Super Saturday with the most gold medals on offer. Nine, I think there were yesterday. Uh, not that we saw any of them on Channel 7. Tomorrow has to be, uh, Mopey Monday, or, <laughs> I don't know how you're gonna promote this. Three gold medals are up for grabs tomorrow. <laughs> Three! Uh, Australia's gonna win more than that in the morning session of day three of the Gold Coast Commonwealth Games. Um, so we have decided for the medals, uh, the bobsleigh, two-man, the ski-jumping men's large hill team, and the 500 metres speed skating. Uh, now, outside of that, uh, the non-medal events, this is actually, I think, the quietest day of the Olympics, so curling obviously continues in the men's and women's, we have good news, we've got the ice dancing short program and the figure skating, get involved! Um, the qualifying rounds... Of the women's half pipe in, uh, skiing, um, which is always interesting that they do ski half pipe. Uh, I think probably the big ones, uh, definitely from Canada's perspective, and you can talk about this in a second, Colin, of course, a little bit more if you like. The, uh, semi finals of the ice hockey, of course, tomorrow. Canada taking on Russia and, uh, USA taking on Finland. Um, qualification round. I'm actually looking forward to this one. The women's big air in the snowboarding, uh, gets underway tomorrow. Qualification rounds and, uh, the heats of the women's team pursuit in the speed skating. Now, I uh, happen to pu- happen to purchase uh, the official Olympic winter video game on PlayStation 4. It's, a, it's basically an upgrade to a snowboarding game called Steep, and uh, you just download a you know a twenty dollar pack or something like that. Anyway, it's only skiing and snowboard events, and one of the events on it is the women's big air and the men's big air, and it's actually like I'm really excited for this. I never heard of it before. They basically just go down the most tallest, giantest ramp in the world. And have like a massive jump to do as many tricks in one jump that they can do. Uh, is this a thing, Colin, that Canadians are familiar with? I mean, I, I'm sure you follow snowboarding very closely outside of the Olympics. Um, I I don't think I've seen it myself. I believe it's another one of the X Game events, which uh, 
you know, they're just sort of bringing over. I mean, there's been so much talk about it, though, uh, if for no other reason, that a lot of our, you know, biggest athletes get to now compete in a second event. So we're going to get to see Mark McMorris again. Um, and uh, who's the other guy? Uh, uh, Max Perot and everybody. So uh, that's what's going to be exciting about it is the athletes being able to double up on their medals. So hopefully we're going to get Canada getting another gold another silver another bronze and so on so on and i just want to quickly add on that video game as well it's, it's very weird the fact that uh so far i've managed to achieve a silver and a bronze and both times they played the australian national anthem for me winning the silver and the bronze so i don't know if they're just taking the piss out of australia <laughs> saying you'll never hear your national anthem or there's some weird glitch in the game where they feel that the national anthem gets played for every single uh medal that there is uh jared are you what are the three medal events or any of the other events are you looking forward to uh seeing tomorrow yeah i suppose the main thing i am looking forward to is that speed skating um look for channel seven to uh have promos for it. it's it's a redemption story and they'll have the slow-mo of the fall from sochi and it's four years later and he's wiser and he's stronger um yeah so just keeping fingers crossed that daniel can um you know get over the line uh standing up this time are you is there much talk just back on canadian perspective colin on uh moyer and virtue again tomorrow in the ice dancing i mean they've obviously already got one gold each i mean they're, they're back on the ice again yeah i the weird thing with uh tessa virtue and scott moyer is that for the most part canada were very respectful with the um uh, the, the athletes that you really just want to keep it about the sport and everything. But I swear, everything I see online about Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer is still, do you think they're banging in real life? <laughs> like, that's everything you read about them on the internet. I mean, I read one yesterday where they made every case for every move they did and every way that he held her thigh. That's just the fascination people have had for years with these two is whether or not they're really screwing. Well, are they? Uh, I mean, I feel like you didn't answer the question. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to wait and watch. That's what the whole world's going to be watching, not to see the athletic performance, but to see whether or not they get it on on the ice. Well, the thing that I found fascinating, just in my vast knowledge of Canadian figure skating pairs, is, uh, you know, I was a huge fan of Jamie Soleil and David Peltier back in uh, Salt Lake. You know, I think I've told the story before. I literally wrote off to them, and they sent me a signed photo of them. That, that was that. I was in love with Jamie Saleh. Uh But I didn't... I, at the time, I'm like, oh, they have to be together. They weren't. They were with other people. Then yeah. I was reading that they both left their part to be married and i think do they have a kid together and now they're divorced again like they actually ended up getting together didn't they yeah so i mean at some point virtue and moyer they're gonna you know ruin their relationships with others uh <laughs> so that they could get married have children and then eventually split up yeah, well as, as is life uh so australian perspective jessica rich is in the big air tomorrow in the snowboard and uh, daniel craig as you were saying there jared he's in the speed skating um, and yeah, I, 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 I'm sad that neither of you really talked up the ice dancing, you know, come on now, this is, this is the, uh, the rhythmic gymnastics of the, uh, Winter Olympics is happening tomorrow, so, uh, get involved, get excited. Have we actually seen the, uh, the women's yet, the single? No, we haven't yet, they're, they're kind of obviously the last ones off the, uh. Yeah, the, the last. Yeah, well, you know, as, as often is the case. But, uh, we'll be back tomorrow and no doubt, uh, be talking about the 117,000 replays of all the events that Channel 7 will be showing, uh, all the alpine skiing that, uh, CBC will be showing, even though there actually isn't any alpine skiing on tomorrow, um, and everything else in between. Colin, it's good to have you back. I'm glad that Canada's back on this podcast. It's good to be represented by you guys, uh, they're actually doing well because I think we're, we've peaked now. We've won our three medals and it's time for Australia to go home. 
Yeah, you you can go home and I'll just take over for the next week. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, Jared. I mean, you know, uh, I think we've kind of that's it with Morris done. I'm not trying to put the Mickey on Andy Jung here or you know Sammy Kennedy sin, but I I just kind of feel we've got no choice. But I mean, having said that, this is the Australian way. We always end up with a sneaky medal that we weren't thinking of, a la David Morris four years ago, a la Chloe Esposito in Rio. So who knows? Andy Jung, gold medalist in the 500 meters in a week's time. Yeah, I think look out for the um, Bob Slade team to make a miraculous recovery tomorrow. Mm, yeah, we'll, we'll see how we play out. Anybody listening, of course, you can like us on Facebook. Remember to use the Off The Podium hashtag on Twitter. Uh, if you're listening into the show, we appreciate it. Any comments uh, in between, we would definitely appreciate that. And uh, if you've got any uh, Channel 7 bashing messages, by all means, share them with us too because uh, it's, uh, you know, the unofficial sport of the Olympic Games in Australia. It is uh, bashing the national broadcaster, and it's even more sweeter when it's Channel 7. So uh, get involved. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. Thank you for your company. We'll speak to you next time on Off the Podium. Good night. Hey, sexy lady.